0: everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for being with us here at the Grace for Your Journey podcast. Welcome on in if you're new. Glad that you are with us. We're in Matthew chapter 16, and we're really doing a part two to what we did last episode. So let me read you the scriptures. It's 24 through 28, and then we'll pick up and move ahead. The Bible says this, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever would save his life, will they have to lose it? in his kingdom. So last episode, we looked at just the first verse. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, he has to deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. The summary of, of that talk last time was this. The gospel, Jesus, our heavenly father are not to be used in utilitarian manner. In other words, they don't exist for your good pleasure. We exist for his good pleasure We worship the Lord not because of what we get from it, though we gain so much. We do it because it's the right thing to do. And even when God doesn't answer our prayers the way we want to, we keep following. So that was sort of the first idea. Christianity isn't this utilitarian philosophy that if it works, we use it. If it doesn't work, we get rid of it. It's truth. It's real. No matter how it affects our life, it's true. But then the second thing, the cross The cross, after Jesus' death on it, and then subsequently his resurrection three days later, became a symbol that represented three things, suffering, service, and sacrifice. And in the pursuit of God, in the pursuit of truth, in the pursuit of meaning and purpose found only in Christ alone, listen, you're going to have to suffer sometimes. You're going to have to serve all the time. And and you're going to suffer. You're going to serve. And sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice. Sometimes you're going to have to give up to go up. So now we come to verse 25. And the Bible says this, just to remind you, just right, but I want to remind you. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Now, I'm the youngest of four boys. My brother Royce, who's in heaven now, graduated in 71. Now, back in 1971, many of you weren't alive then, but you can look it up on YouTube and see some of the reels of it. It's back during the days of Haight-Ashbury in California and uh, Woodstock and all that kind of stuff. You know, there in the late 60s, early 70s, the, the time of flower power. But but the sort of one of the cries of the day was this. I have to find myself. I have to find myself. So my brother turning down five scholarship offers, some academic, some athletic, turns them down, buys an old van, paints a bunch of uh, uh, peace signs on the side of it, and flowers, which was normal in the day, sounds weird, but was sort of normal, did that. And then he goes to California to find himself. Now, He's never been to California, so it's not like he was, you know, in Bakersfield one day and, you know, got outside the city limits and now uh, I lost myself. What does that even mean? What does it even mean to go try to find yourself? Well, here's what they believed. An entire generation of people believed that if I have enough experiences, if I live life enough, if I do enough things, then eventually I can find meaning and purpose in life. There's an old saying that goes like this, be careful when you're climbing the ladder of success, because when you get to the top, you might find out it's leaning against the wrong wall. (laughs) Experience is great. It can teach us. I'm not negating that. Having great experiences are great. It can teach us a lot. But if you want to find life and purpose and meaning, you have to find truth. And the only truth that is existentially proven for 2,000 years, that is philosophically proven for 2,000 years, that has never disappointed anyone who's come to embrace the truth as it is, not how they want it to be, but as it is, is the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus would say over in the book of John, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus here in Matthew is saying, if you want to find purpose and meaning, if you want to live beyond the fray, if you want to live above the, the, the clatter and the clamor and the clutter, do you want to live above that? If you want to live above all the stuff on this earth that sucks us down, drains the life out of us, listen, promises to deliver all of this great stuff if we do it, but it always fails to deliver. If you want something above that, Jesus says very clearly, it's following me not just mentally ascending to certain truths, but with your life surrendering and following me. That means you know Christ personally. You're in the word daily. You pray regularly throughout the day and you seek to advance God's kingdom more than yours. Jesus said, what does it really gain someone if they get everything they've ever wanted, but at the end of the day, lose their soul? Why does he say this? Because Jesus knows what what we know, and that is this. You're going to be dead longer than you're alive. Now, I know I'm not going to win a Nobel Prize for that, right? That's not a Nobel thought, but it's just a reality. You're going to be dead longer than you're alive. So a logical person, a rational person, a person asking the existential questions of life. Why am I here? Where am I going? What's life all about? The person who's in that journey understands If we're going to be dead longer than we're alive, listen, then what comes next is most important. And Jesus is saying, you want to get ready for that? You'll have a whole lot of joy in this journey, but you want to get ready for what's next? Then you have to follow me. If you don't know Christ today, let me lead you through this simple prayer. Just right there where you are, whatever you're doing. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to close your eyes. Just, Just pray in your heart and your mind, okay? Just pray, Lord, it's me. Thank you for letting me pray. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me. I had no idea my sin was that bad and that repugnant. But thank you for dying on the cross for me. Jesus, I believe that on the third day you bodily resurrected from the grave. I believe you did. I have questions, Lord, about other things, but but I believe that. By faith, I believe that. And now, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of my sin and change my heart and change my life. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Hey, the Bible says if you prayed that prayer, something like it, you were born again. You were a new creation. And now be in the Word daily. Find a Bible-believing church and follow the Lord. And I promise, 30 years from now, if the Lord lets us meet on this side of heaven, you will not regret following the Lord one day of your life. God bless you, and we'll talk again later.